Hello, everyone. Welcome to Randy in Real Life. I'm excited about this episode because I really believe in my heart it is going to be able to help encourage so many people that you are facing a just a terrible, terrible trial right now. You're walking through the fire. You're going through some adversity, and you might not know what to do. I know what you feel like because I'm going to tell you right now that I've been there. Our family has been there. As many of you know, um, a while back, our daughter, Victoria, began having seizures. Now, we have four children, Becky and I, and our kids have always been healthy. We've never really had any type of physical challenge. So when Victoria began to have these seizures, they were brutal. We didn't know what was going on. We went to doctors, neurologists, um, and then two different neurosurgeons. And she had to have a full craniotomy, um, brain surgery, where they opened her up and operated on her for seven hours. Two of those hours, she was awake. She was on two different types of um, meds to try to keep her seizures in bay. And so um, everything became so difficult. I couldn't really sit down and record a, a, an episode for my podcast. I uh, cried more over the course of a year than I think I'd ever cried at any time in my life. And then post-op, after her surgery, uh, you know, just still walking through it and her recovery, which is very, very challenging and brutal, And, and you know, when you've had brain surgery. And we were in this place where my heart was just so, it was just on the table. I'd prayed every kind of prayer you can imagine. I'd given everything to encourage my family. They're encouraging me. We're encouraging one another. I had friends from around the country, friends close by um, that were just, and of course, my family that was just rallying around us in this season. And I opened up my Bible and I was like, Lord, you've got to speak to me. And this was a, a moment where I'm telling you, I'd been just weeping, just crying out to God. And, and I read these two verses and isn't God just good to do that. And, you know, when you open up the word and I was not open up the word because, Hey, give me some theology. Hey, give me some good doctrine. No, I, I need to hear you speak to me, God, something, please. I know you love me. I know you love our family. I know you love my daughter, my wife, all my other children that we're all hurting right now. We're walking through this and most especially Victoria, who is walking through all of this. And I opened up and in Psalm 91, I'm sorry, in Psalm chapter nine in verses one and two, uh, the Lord just took these two simple verses and they just rocked me. And each one uh, of the things I'm going to share with you, right? I'm going to share with you four things to do in a trial or four things that that I had to do. I did that day when I read it. And I'm going to give you the scripture right now. And if I'm talking fast, it's because I'm excited. It also means that this will be a short episode because I'm talking so fast. Now, let me read this verse of scripture to you. Psalm 9, verse 1 and 2. And I'm reading out of the ESV. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. And each of the four uh, things I'm going to give you right now, these four steps, these four, four tools, whatever you want to call them, these four points, 
It's literally coming from the scripture. Number one, the first thing, the first thing to do in a trial, listen to this. The psalmist David opens up by saying, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. Now, I know this can be a very difficult thing depending on what situation you're walking through. And, you know, how can we give thanks to the Lord with our whole heart when it feels like your entire world is falling apart, right? And, you know, it it kind of gets easy when we look forward to this next verse that's going to come. But I'm going to tell you this right here. When you give thanks to the Lord with your whole heart, this is so important, so powerful, because we know this, that the Lord, how many know he laid it all down for us as well? He held nothing back when it came you know, to his creation, even in this place of mockery and, uh, you know, a place of shame and humiliation, Jesus was there forgiving the people that were insulting him. He had time in the moment of his uh, crucifixion and his death experience to have mercy on this one thief that calls out to him. So when I'm thinking about this, I, I look at the Lord and I can give thanks to him because I know he knows what I'm walking through. I know that he can feel my pain. He feels my sadness. He feels my sorrow. He feels the dark clouds that are hovering and how they're affecting me, the, what might happen, what's going to happen here, what could this become, well, what if this happened. And he knows everything. He has the ability to speak peace to the storm and and, and talk to the waves of doubt and fear that are harassing your mind. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. The second point is, of course, um, this. It says, I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. So let me read these first, this first verse again, okay? I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. See, it's easy when we see this next verse here. When you begin to recount all of your wonderful deeds, it makes it easier, right, to give thanks to the Lord with your whole heart. I want to challenge you to get a notebook or just grab your phone, open up your notes and just begin to write or type every single time that you can, that you can even remember. And I believe the Lord can help you. You can even pray and say, you know, Lord, help me remember uh, all of the wonderful things that you've done in my life and begin to write that down. I remember when I was a child, I remember this moment here when, when I was a teenager, I remember this moment right here as a young adult, when and I remember this situation right here in my marriage or the situation with my children, just begin to recount all of the wonderful deeds that he has done. And you know what it'll do? It'll move you back again to giving thanks to the Lord with your whole heart. Then as you are recounting all of his wonderful deeds, it bleeds right into this third point, which is out of the scripture as well. Look in verse two, I will be glad and exult in you. As you begin to recall all of his wonderful deeds, hope will begin to fill your heart and you'll begin to experience that fear and anxiety and chaos and turmoil and doubts. They're going to begin to dissipate. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is your strength, right? The psalmist says, I will be glad and exult in you. God becomes bigger than your present dilemma, this present situation. I will be glad and exult in you. And then the fourth thing is this. I love it how it closes. It says, I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. You know, praise comes from a position of victory. 
So you're giving thanks. That's the first thing you do. God, I thank you that that you're never going to leave me nor forsake me. I thank you that your word is true. I thank you that your promises are true. God, I know that you're there. I'm going to trust your word. I'm God, I, I, I thank you that you're an ever-present help in a time of trouble. What you're doing is you're just kind of saturating the soil, right? And and you want that soil to be moist. Sometimes we moist it with our tears, you know. Just and and so God, I just I just I just thank you. I don't even know what to say right now, but I'm I'm thanking you uh, because you're faithful. I'm thanking you because your ways are perfect. I thank you because. You know, when I don't know what to do, I know that you're going to give me the answer. So I just choose to thank you and to focus my affections and my attentions on you with my whole heart. Help me, Lord. And now, God, I'm I'm going to recount all of your wonderful deeds in my life. Lord, I thank you that this time over here when I thought that I wouldn't make it. And guess what I did because of your grace. God, I thank you because a phone call came out of nowhere from somebody who didn't know what I was walking through. And they had a word for me or they shared a scripture with me or I was, I was at work and a coworker comes by at the right time and says something to me that I needed to hear, not knowing what was going on. God, you are so good. I just, I'm alive. I woke up today that you're still working and you're still able. And then all now all of a sudden you're excited and you're moving into that third, uh, that third thing, right? I will be glad and exult in you. No longer are you thinking about the crisis at hand. And it doesn't mean that there's not a real crisis. But I'm going to tell you that God is present in your crisis. He is there. And and so, God, I, I'm glad and I exult in you. I'm rejoicing in you. I'm wrapped up in you. I'm enraptured in you. It, this is next level here. Now I'm singing praise to your name. This is, a, again, this is now a position of victory. We're going from just thanking him for what he can do or because of who he is, because he's faithful and true to just begin to remember and recount his wonderful deeds. Now joy is filling our heart and we can exult in him. Right. And so this is now it's, it's uh, like a different level of worship, a different level uh, of, of joy, you know, our everything's kind of just escalating in our heart and our emotions. And then now we are singing praise to his name. The Bible says this, that God inhabits the praises of his people, which meant that God just sits down right there. When we begin to praise his name, O most high. Uh, now we are fully fixated on who he is and, and God loves to show off. God, I thank you for what you've done. I thank you for what you can do. I thank you for what you're doing right now. I might not feel it, see it. Uh, I can't recall every time uh, that you've had a divine intervention in my life. But you are just so good, God. And you alone are worthy to be praised. I trust in you. Man, I'll tell you right now that 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 depression and fear and anxiety... They just can't hang out when you're just filled with praise to the Most High, our God. Amen? Look, I hope that this has encouraged you. Actually, what I've just shared with you was um, one of my last blog posts that I wrote from last October. And I was in the hospital with our baby. And and I mean, I'm telling you, it was that moment where I'm like, God, I... Um, I am, I'm done. I'm just done. That's just, I'm just being real with you. I'm just done. Uh, you know, my pastor, he rushed in and he wrapped his arms around our family and prayed with us. People are praying around the country. It was just another season and we're just still battling for our baby. 
and uh, and I'll open up those scriptures. That that scripture probably I don't know two or three in the morning. I can't remember now. It was very very late in the morning, or early in the morning, I guess. And saw that, and and just in like ten minutes, just out of my heart, I couldn't stop, and and just begin to pour out and in, in this in this blog post, and it became something I've held on to, and I wanted to give it to you here on this podcast. I, I wrote a little post on Facebook and shared it that you know I've I definitely checked out of podcasting for a while now, um, other than posting a thing here or there. And have struggled to be consistent because emotionally I needed to disengage and really be there and present with my family. Now we're in a season where I'm excited to begin to podcast again, to begin to write some articles again, to get back into working on a couple of book projects that I've had going on for far too long. And also to begin to do uh, to work to prepare uh, to relaunch our online ministry, ministry school, The Factory. As many of you know, also we're now pastoring. In Homer, Louisiana, an incredible church that has that's just filled with unbelievably hungry, hungry people. Rarely have I met a group of people that are just so hungry for God and for His presence and for the Word of God. So, anyway, if you have a thought or a suggestion of um, maybe some topics you'd like to hear me and you know do a podcast on, why don't you shoot me a message at randy at randygudo.com. You can go to my website randygudo.com and you can just hit that email button and just send me a direct email. Um, we're also in the um, midst of overhauling the website and just kind of relaunching everything. So I hope you've enjoyed this. If you have, please consider doing a couple things. Why don't you share it on your social media if you'd like to. And if you haven't yet, uh, go to, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, if you could go and maybe rate this podcast and give me a review, that would be awesome. And I'm just so excited to be back here with you all podcasting again. I hope you've enjoyed this. Have a great week. I'm going to let you go now. I'm in Springfield, Missouri with our uh, youngest daughter who's graduating, Hannah, this year. And she is at her nationals for track. And so I need to go. <laughs> Love you all. Talk to you soon. Goodbye.